Today on the Andy Chen Talk Show, we have Sylvia Chan from Night Hour Cinematics. Sylvia is one of the top YouTubers in Singapore. Today, we talked about how self-awareness and making non-practical choices propelled her career. She will also share how to become a successful content creator in the crowded space today. Before we begin, I want to say a big thank you to our location sponsor, Hornet Singapore. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. Okay, wow. Hi, energy land. Yeah. No, la, I'm actually very tired. Are you very tired? I'm extremely tired. Have you been shooting for very long? Yes, like I finished my script at 5.30 a.m. to submit. Like for, you wrote your own script? Yeah, for our video this Sunday. Right. And then we went for a shoot whereby we had a production crew. Right. And then now I'm here. And then I have to go to an event after this. Yeah, and then tomorrow is another shoot. And then another shoot, and then another shoot. But you know you are your own boss, right? You kind of share doing it yourself. You thought like you can blame anyone, like you they make my life. Yeah, actually, so hard. no, like, Because my team is quite big. Yeah. Right. So I have my gaming side. Yeah. I have my uh, offline production house side. Yeah. I have my YouTube side, yeah. and then so many things. So like food side, you know, sometimes it's just double book, and yeah. it's like, huh. And it all involves me, huh? thank you very much. Right, but, right. Yeah. Okay, so let's start this off officially. Mm. Uh, we always start by letting you introduce yourself the way you want to be introduced. Well, uh, I'm... Shamelessly, you can do it shamelessly. Wow. Okay, I guess I'm Sylvia. I'm from Night Owl Cinematics. I like to be known as a content creator. Okay. And like to be known. Why you don't like to be known as? I don't like to be influencer? known as... Influencer? Uh, blogger, vlogger... Or even actress. Oh, you don't like to be known as an actress? No, I think I'm a very bad actress, la. <laughs> that's why. Oh, okay, mm. but that's funny because you are in a lot of your own videos. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, because yeah, I prefer like behind the scenes. Okay. So I see myself as um, content creator and owner of a production house and right. a social media agency. Yeah. Right, so you consider yourself more an entrepreneur than. Actually, this was one question I wanted to ask you. Like, mm. Do you consider yourself a creative or do you consider yourself a like a business person? Ooh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you see? <laughs> I, see <a> job <laughs> I think I see more of the business side, honestly, I feel. Oh really? Um, um from the way that you have structured your your YouTube channel. Um just from my observation, like, you know, like um yeah, like you know, like you choose talents, and then I, I see the way you're structuring your company. Yeah, I, I do see that because I'm wise. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because but it's very it's very different when someone yeah. is out to do it because they want to be in front of the camera mm. or they enjoy it, mm. like shameless people like myself. <laughs> <laughs> then th- there is a certain way they they behave, you know. But like from you, I feel like you are building a business more than you are right. trying to. I don't know, collect fame. I would mm. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am quite. OCD lah. Probably that's why the YouTube channel is very structured. Hmm. But <laughs> I guess I'm a bit schizo, schizo one. Mm-hmm. Like I have many, many personalities. Yeah. So there's one day when I'll just be the business person and reply all the mails and do the PR and yeah. do everything very nicely. Yeah. I kind of figured you are that person, the, the but, producer role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like there are other days where I'm just scripting and then there are other days that I'm just doing other stuff like thinking of what to do. Like currently I'm writing a short film. Yes. Uh, it's a sci-fi one with Ryan and Dee Yes. 
And I I'm love also... Dikosh, by the way. Can you tell him that? Really? Yeah, yeah I know. Actually, I've been researching on the mm-hmm. YouTube uh, scene and all, and and uh, not everybody, it's like, this is my appetite, you know. I, of course, right. they're different uh, for different audiences, but mm. like, D is... More mature, I guess. Quite smart. It's and smart. I mean, irritating, but very smart. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I really like him. I like what he... Like his, his decisions as a performer, mm. I, I actually kind of enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah right close with him because we work a lot. Right. Like on this short film, and I'm also writing a Chinese one with one oh, of my talents. Yeah, it's gonna be about like drama and a bit of action. Okay. And we are also planning season two of Food King. Right. And I'm also doing some pilots for MDA for my NOC place, which okay. is a gaming. You sound like a workaholic. Yeah, yeah, and then we are also like revamping our Sunday page, which is a fashion venture with me and Joanna. So we are finding like a lot of graphic designers and seeing designs and seeing like how to create like new products and stuff. Right. And of course, that is on top of my Sunday videos. Okay. Before we go into that, let's let's talk about how it all begins then. Um, like what was your childhood like? You know, Ooh. you yeah. But what's so exciting about childhood? Because I come from a village in Malaysia. Right. And my childhood is very different from... Okay, yeah. I was interested to know that. Yeah, well. So like, you are a uh, Malaysian? Yeah, I am a Malaysian. Singaporean? But I'm a PR. Oh, yeah, PR. Mm. Okay, your husband is? Singaporean. Singaporean. Mm, right, okay. Singaporean. Yeah. Okay, tell, tell, tell us your kampong. Really? So you are kampong kia. Yes, I am. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm very close to Dikosh. Because he comes from a kampong in Cebu. Like those wretched kampong. Like oh. got pigs, got snake in your house, that kind. Yeah, that's where my kind of... JB was also right. like like a village. So like really kampong kampong ah. Yeah, like I'm quite scared of snakes one because there was this once right. My grandmother said, "Hey, you stay in your room." Now I was like, "Why? Got snake in the back yard." Then I was like, "Okay lah, got snake in the back yard." And then I opened the window. It's those flip kind, right? Oh my god! Like they really took like the village like at least ten guys to. It's like it's huge a big snake ah, that kind of kampong. Ah. <laughs> so how do you get out? I mean, okay, well, once you get out, but how? What were your opportunities then? I mean, where do you, how do you get to where you are? Eh, actually... Yeah, step by step. Well, Interesting, like, eh? I didn't even study nursery. I didn't study K1. Yes. <laughs> it's only like when I was K2 that my parents moved to town. Right. The town, more town lah, okay. It's yeah, still yeah, ratchet yeah. Like, lah, Small okay. town lah, small town. <laughs> yeah, but at least like... Which oh, part then, of Malaysia is this? Uh, JB. JB. But it is a kampong in Saling. Saling, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretending I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm starting, yeah. I know that place. <laughs> yeah, then my parents uh, brought us there for like to town lah, yeah. for work. And then that's when I go to K2 mm. and then go to primary school. So your education started when you were five? Eh, K1 is five years old. I started at K2 eh. You started at K2, K2 is six. Uh, so you had one year of pre-primary school education. Yeah. And then, then you went to primary school already. Yeah, and then the first five years I was just like, ooh, being wretched in the village. Look, look guys. <laughs> Don't need to study lah. I've been trying to tell you guys that. Don't need to study Yeah, la. like really yeah. climbing trees, falling down, bleeding everywhere. Right. Yeah, that kind. Exciting. Mm, then, uh, I studied in Malaysia until I was primary three. And then, I don't know why, but one day I told my mom I was done because they caned me and I was just terrified. In primary three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Malaysia at that time, right? Yeah. The it's, a, it's a small system. school, right? I mean, it's a small town. No, no, no. no. It's quite a, a more popular school. It's okay. uh, Tu, if people in JB knows. Okay. It's one of the more like smarter Chinese schools okay yeah so it's a good school lah. is that the reason why your family moved there hey no 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 it's just it's very you, near my house it's like 5 minutes ah. That that's why I went to that school yeah but your family moved to town right is it because of your education oh uh, no it's for work it's called nearer to their office right. uh, their new office right. which is like town lah. Okay. okay so 
Eh, then at primary three, I was really terrified to go to school because yeah. I was actually in the first class. Yes. But the teacher is like scary as shit. Yes. She just like she work you over it's everything. Bahasa, la. They know it's Mal- Malay. Okay, so you have a choice. You can study uh, study in Malay school. Or Chinese school Right So it's actually quite cool So if you're in Malay school right Science or mathematics Everything will be in, in Malay. Bahasa Malaysia yeah, Bahasa, yeah. And then If you study Chinese school Even mathematics uh, Is in Chinese eh. You have to write like Chen, So you study Jia, that in, uh, yeah, Chinese. So you are very Chinese at huh? Ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So your Chinese is very good Actually my family speaks Chinese You are very reluctant to speak in Chinese I've been trying to tempt you to say No it's like very weird, like my accents come out whoever I'm speaking to. So if I'm speaking to my mom, my natural JB Malaysian Chinese oh accent will come out. Like, so people know one who is calling me. No, like my mom called that the accent will come out. Okay. Oh my god, I, I need to hear that. Okay. Yeah, then if like you know, different people speak to me, I'll speak in the language they are more comfortable with, or I know okay. them as. Okay, so you can speak Chinese, English, and can you speak Bahasa a bit, right? A, I'm a sure, little right? bit, la, like primary three standard. Okay, okay, mm. okay. So after that, then after that, my mom sent me to Singapore. Hmm. So, so I, from oh, is that why? Like, you got you were terrified to go to school in yeah. Malaysia, that's why she sent you to Singapore. Yeah, and it's not that far from the customs, it's like right. about and. 40 minutes? 30 minutes? Oh, okay, so it's quite close. Lah. Yeah, to reach the causeway. Lah. Yes. And, and then, then you have the... to take the whole trip and everything. But yeah, so she sent me to Singapore and I... Like most people when they come, right? Because mm. you don't speak English as your first language. Yes. You have to drop a grade. Yes. But luckily, I managed to like maintain. So I, I didn't like drop a year. So I went back to primary three. And then I just study, study. Oh. Yeah, then I've been in Singapore ever since. Oh. Okay, so from prime. But when you were in Singapore, were you with, you were, were traveling to and fro? Yeah, and that's why, you know, most people say that I cannot wake up for shoots or like always late. It's because I have like a lifetime sleep debt. Because like you really, dude, you wake up at four eh, to take to the, school the school bus. Eh. But did you, I mean, was it your choice or your parents? I mean, you were the one that didn't like the Malaysia school, right? Yeah. So it was kind of like a bit of your choice to want to yeah. study somewhere else. Right? Yeah, it's only when I grew up, then I was like, Oh, the sleep debt was real uh, because right yeah, and then when like <laughs> yeah, when we went to secondary school because my yeah. secondary school was uh, Nanyang Girls High so yes. it was in Bukit Timah okay so I was still going to oh you going to Nanyang Girls High yeah isn't it very hard to get into like a school like that as a, uh, as a foreigner I don't know I guess like somehow like wow. it went well right yeah then it but was, your grades were good and your yeah like generally okay lah okay like, okay. Not fantastic, but like yeah. But Naya is like very hard to get in. I don't know, but They're very hard to get. In. I only I know, know very I'm far a from my house. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Yeah. yeah. But it's so far from my house. So like after school, right? People can reach home. Cause you know Naya goes high. Like their syllabus is slightly. I would say their school hours are slightly longer. Okay. Cause like, I don't know what like elective like this yeah. and that like, okay. Higher Chinese. Yes, higher Chinese. Ugh. And then like maybe three o'clock you end school. And then like okay. mm, then if you have CCA or you're gonna punish because you're late right. or what. Do you enjoy yourself in school? In Nanyang Girls High? No. I hated every single <laughs> second of it. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it was very fast, like I went home, it's easily like seven PM, eight PM. Then I still have to finish the homework. And then after that, like gonna die already, like one AM just finish, then you go to sleep and then four AM work out again. Oh, I, I guess that is one of the reasons why I hate it. Because okay. like, it was just like, oh, 
like there's no free time to do anything. But it's, for, it's a very big difference to your kampong days. Huh? Yeah. No, you pay back what, because you never stop work. <laughs> never oh. study, people had to pay back after. So like, okay, so you were in primary school. So did you already kind of knew what you wanted to do then? Eh, no. Or not eh. yet? No. Or never? In fact, I would say that my secondary school made me the most fearful of my future. Because... Welcome to Singapore. No, because it's... When I was in primary school, right, I was in Woodlands, Kofuchin Primary. Okay. Like, you know, like more of the you know, suburb area, then it's like, everybody is still like, generally pretty nice. Mm. But once you go to like, a more elite school, right, yeah. it's terrifying. <laughs> like, the teachers will really judge you. Mm. And, one thing is, um, I remember during my prelims, my math, my math is shit lah. Like, okay. it's my worst subject. So you have to take E maths and A maths, right? Yes. So, my A maths was really bad. And then, of course, I failed prelims lah. And then the teacher like, took like, spoke to about 10 of us who also failed uh, say that you guys don't disgrace the school if you are going to fail for O-levels then you better stop taking this subject and I was like at the time you know I was very very scared because right. it's like okay so if I'm going to embarrass the school I'm not going to make the school look like it has 100% passing grade oh. then I have to drop it okay holy shit okay uh, okay, I, I'll, I'll do my best you know Right. But there are some people who are so straight that they actually dropped it. Okay, but you didn't. You didn't drop it. I didn't. I just gave Kiangun here. I was like, can one? And then I, that's why I, I improvised on the studying. So <laughs> improvise. I improvised. I gave up on all the difficult ones. Right. So of, like I just studied those. You know the front part. Those very easy one month, one month one. That's all I did for the exam. You know. Okay. You know those people who are like all the people who just gave up. Mm. Yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> I gave up my emails, yeah. No, don't I give did. up. Just you just I, I, I couldn't. I was even struggling with my emails. I was just <laughs> I was just very bad in math. Right. Yeah. So okay, okay, so do you get what do you get if you're great? I got C six. And oh. well, I was like, mm, like probably one of the lowest. But why do you need that C six though? You you your rest of your grades are good. You won't even use that C six from your A math, right? I don't know, it's just like voila, I spent four years to study already. Then now Yeah, then now like Two months before you tell me to drop, a bit of lung fail, you may okay. fail fail la, you know. <laughs> like try your knee la. That, I mean I devised that matter. I just need fifty marks, ma. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, so you were quite um very logical already, la. Yeah, so I was secondary. very logical. I was like, this will skip. Okay, then I count, 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 you may have fifty marks. Like, did I do Also you're aiming for C six. Yeah, I was aiming for a pass very only. Nice. Cannot make it on. I I know my limits. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. smart, yeah. I think that's quite an entrepreneur strength. Is it? It is. Like, to know, like, your strength, your weaknesses. Yeah. And you know some people, like, they they, just, they they don't have to give for it, but they keep trying to get it. And then they get very disappointed, and then they feel that they are lousy. And then it doesn't work that way. I mean, we are strong in some stuff, and we yeah. are weak in others. And correct, if correct. we keep beating ourselves up for the weaknesses mm. that we have, then we will be very unhappy and very... Yeah. A person that's not confident. Yeah. But, like, although I say I hated the school, right? I guess it's where I grew the most. Like, I realised most about myself. Mm. Because of all these things, right? I realised, oh, you cannot force yourself. You have to do this, you have to do that. You have to put your strength here. You have to, to, you know? Wow. You have to do that. And also, one thing I was uh, bullied very much in secondary school as well. Which is okay. one of the reasons why I hated it. Okay. You were yeah. bullied because? I guess because it's an all-girls school. Yes. And... I'm not... As in, like, if you see me, uh, you know, uh, I'm very happy being my, by myself. Uh, I have my own thoughts and I'm not going to be like, oh, you know what? I love handbags too. I'm not... I'm just right. not going to do that. Yeah. So, I guess people just didn't like how different that I was. Right. 
But at the time, I was like, oh my god, I must be a loser, lah. That's why nobody like me, lah. <laughs> but when I grew up, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just I'm too different, no? mm-hmm. and I just don't like this person who doesn't know how to say the right things at the right time. When, when did you find out? I mean, when when did you realize that it was not because you were a loser, but because you were different? And when did, were you okay that you were different? Oh, when I went to JC, okay. I picked a JC that's so different, okay? I was like, everybody's like going for National, which is right next yeah, to yeah, Nanya, yeah, yeah, or yeah, HCI, which is just opposite. Yeah. I was like, okay, no, just give me the most different one, ACJC, let's do that. So you went for the Ang Pai one? I went straight there. I was wow, like, from a very Chinese school to a very Ang Moh Pai school. Ah, uh, because it's like, I don't think it suits me. The culture doesn't suit me. Right. You know, I, I, I'm terrified of getting threatened. Yeah. And I don't like, you know, I have no competitive streak. Huh? Oh, really? Ah, uh, I, I just, you know, do my own things at my own pace. As long as I'm happy and this is what I want to do, I'll do it. So I got no competitive streak. And the teachers are always, com- you know, comparing. You guys are the top one percentile in Singapore. You better buck up. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> like literally, uh. yeah. So okay. I was like, okay, let me just go to a school that is more chillaxed. ACJC is not chillaxed as well. But, okay, the I guess I really love ACJC. It's still a very good JC. It's still a very competitive space, one, isn't it? No? No. You oh, must, okay. you'll be surprised at that. My form teacher, right? Mm. Like, okay, I think there are about 30 students in my class. Mm. About 10 became doctors or vets or whatever. Because yeah. it was a science stream. Okay. Right. But a good number, which is my friends included, one of them does marketing at L'Oreal. One of them is a baker. One of them is a dancer right. and teaches kids dance. And this was all okay for us to um, talk to the teacher about when we were in JC. Okay. Yeah, so it was so cool that I realized, hey, you know what? This school is so different. The teacher is like, you know what? If you want to do this, do it. Wow. And I was like, wow. I was very shocked. It's so different. Eh? That's why I really, really, really love the people that I met in ACJC. Because they're just like, they don't judge. It's not like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a, uh, like a doctor. So if you want to be a baker, we, we can't be friends. No, we are all friends. And everybody just chose their own path. And we are encouraged to do so. But, but in ACJC, okay, they are also part, they are still part of our education system and mm. they are still also very academic driven, right? So how do they find this balance? Because I think a lot of school, the issue is that, like, because they are so, they are very vested in like how well their school does every year, yes. like their ranking and everything. Mm. And that's why they, like, put that pressure on the on yes. students, you know? But ACJC is also part of this system. So why do, don't they have to? And they are not mm. a bad, as in they are not, they are one of the top JCs as well. In yeah, I guess, I don't know, like, it's just like, if your teacher really supports you. So it's a teacher, or do you think the, the whole ACJC as an institute has this mindset? I'll say all the teachers are like wow. that. None of the teachers that I met is like, you're not doing well. No. Even like, my math was still shit. Ah. <laughs> the teacher was, so, I was like, if only I had her in secondary yeah, school, I would probably be a top math student. It's just so encouraging. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. Just do your best. It's okay. You know? And, wow. I just love it, you know? Like, and, you need the space. Nah. Yeah, and that's when I realised I wasn't a loser. Because I had a lot of friends and all of us were so very different from each other. Mm. Right? We have architects. We are those welcomes. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have so, like, different interests and whatever. But we're encouraged to be cohesive. Mm. So that's when I realised, oh, you know what? This school wants you to be different, encourages you to be different. In fact, it encourages you to be who you are. And that's when I realised I wasn't a loser after all. 
That sounds like a really good school. Like a yeah, really I love it. non-traditional mindset school. Yeah. That's great. So do you, you graduated from J, uh, HJC? Uh, as a matter of fact, I did not. Okay. Yeah, this is strange. Okay. This is very strange. Tell us why, why the irony. I love it so much and everything. But, uh, you know, I grew up in the kampong, right? Yeah. And my parents were out working. So the closest person to me all my life was my grandma. And she passed away. I'm going to cry. I'm not talking about her. I want to cry. Okay. Because I'm very, very close to her. So she passed away and I just, like, gone off. Because, like, you know, I'm in Singapore and I couldn't visit her but it used to be, like, You were already staying in Singapore then already. Yeah, because, um, JC, like, grew up already, mom said you rent a house, law. Oh, so you were staying by yourself already in JC? Yeah. Secondary school, you were still travelling? Yeah. So JC is when you had your own place. Mm. Yeah, so she... I felt very, very guilty because I used to visit her once a week, but I don't visit her like for months and months. And one day I just was studying and I just have like, an, I just thought to myself, okay, you know what? I just have a feeling that I have to visit my grandma. Okay. So I called my mom. I said, next week I'm going to come back and we're going to visit her. And she's like, oh, so you know. I'm like, I know what? She's dying. That was the worst day of my life. And from then on, I couldn't study. It's just like, that's why I went into depression because of that. And it was really, really, really bad depression because I guess a lot of guilt. And that was a point when I realized, no matter how smart you are, you have to realize that there are things that really matter to you. And that was a part of me that really grew as well, to become more human. Because, you know, I'm just like, you have good grades all your life. So you're just like, okay lah, okay lah, just do it lah. If, you know, if you are a... Oh my god! You made me cry, like <laughs> Don't tell this story to people and cry. In fact, I don't tell this story to anyone. Right. Right. So, uh, that's when I realized that you know what? Find out what's important to you. And at the time of depression, because I really love my school, I really love my friends, and I have to be apart from all of that because I was very depressed. Okay. Yeah. So I was depressed for a good one to two years. Like right. serious clinical depression, like very scary. When I, sometimes when I go to the clinic, I'm very scared when the doctor says she needs an injection. Oh my god, I'm so scared. So you were actually getting like um, help from the therapist for like, your depression. Yeah, straight away because I was quite straight obje- away. Like, yeah, because I was quite objective, so like I couldn't do it really. Like, like I'll be studying. Oh, but you were only like what seventeen? Yeah, so I was alone. Then when I like do homework, ah. Uh, my favourite subject is geography, I'll suddenly cry. And that's when I told my mum, Mom, I think I have depression. I'm coming home. I cannot continue school. Yeah, I really think I have depression. Why? Do you know when I was 17, I had depression as well? Right? Yeah. But uh, mine was a lot more frivolous. Like, like I, I broke out with my first girlfriend. Yeah. But it was very bad because I, I'm very... Like I put all my eggs in that basket. Right. You know, and that, that's how I it guess happens, at that right? age, right? Yeah. yeah, you just like think, oh, you know what, this. But then you grow so much... But the thing is that I'm not half as mature as you were then. I was just like, I didn't know what it was. What it was. I, I just stayed in my room. I didn't want to meet any friends. I didn't want to do anything. Right. I just cried. I didn't think about killing myself. And then yeah. like, that's very, about it. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That was basically my day. Like every day for like a really long time. Yeah. But I didn't know it was depression. I just thought that, oh, I was sad. Is it? Yeah, I didn't. I was Of oh, course, I studied bio. And i very objective. One. I'm right. somebody who's very objective. Okay. So I thought, my, okay, great school. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh. Good. Huh? Oh, you have to know my parents are very cool. Like, they really trust me. Mm. 
in the decisions I make ever since I was young. Wow. So, if I say no, that means I cannot. Because they know I'll push myself on it. Since young is how young? Can I ask? Like, when, when did they start trusting you? Because I think it's an important topic. Like, when do you start trusting your kids uh, on their decisions? I guess primary school? Like, like early primary? Yeah, because wow. I'm somebody who is very frank, right? So every day I'll go home and tell my mom whatever happened in my life. Right. And I thought that was... I didn't think of it as something that's important, but now I look back, that's probably where she gained my trust. Like, when she gained her trust of me. Yeah. So I'll go home every day and tell her what happened in school. She's like my best friend uh, and everything and everything. And if I have to go out, like she... The first time I go out on a movie was with my friends, like myself, to a shopping centre in primary school. Oh, can uh. I? think primary four. So, I mean, that was the first time she was scared lah. And I told her it's going to be fine. And I made sure I call her, like, I, th- I told her like, I'll call you at six and maybe at nine or eight. And at six, I really was finding a payphone to call her. Just to say, yeah, okay, uh, I'm at a shopping centre, Yeah. Payphone, yeah, hey, payphone. Payphone. Oh, you know the age now. Yeah. yeah. But I will make the effort. Right. And then... You're really mature, la. I could tell them you have really mature... I think objective, yeah. Like objectivity comes these, from maturity. You don't get it? objectivity from... Yeah, because... like Because I don't ask her to worry, because... You know, yeah, like, I went I to Singapore, like, she's in Malaysia. Yeah. I don't want her to worry. Yes. So, I make sure to call her. And then after a few of these kind of things, uh, she's like, okay, don't need to call me already. Just come back, can't just come back. Uh. And I was still pretty young by then. Yeah. But that says a lot, lah. you know, like a lot, of, a lot of kids or teenagers even, they were like, oh, my parents don't trust me. They do this and do that. But I think a lot of it comes right. from, it's two ways, right? Like mm. if you are constantly proving that you are yeah. responsible and you know what you're doing, your mm. parents will not be mm. so... I think that's an important point to take also. Yeah, I think, I, I do think, looking back, lah, I do think it's important because like my parents trust me to the point that you know, when I got married, right, yeah. at 22, it was literally yeah. a wow. phone call. Okay. Uh, and she's like, uh, and I said, uh, she, okay. She trusted me to that point. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Before we go there, let's yeah. do the JC thing first. I'm still interested. So you left JC. You decided to leave Oh, JC. yeah, and I have depression. Yeah. So, severely, severely depressed. Okay. And you were seeking treatment. Yes. And you were taking pills? I was taking a lot, a lot of pills. Seeing a psychiatrist once a week. And then I changed like many, many, many courses of different pills mm-hmm. to suit uh, my personality because I have a bit of OCD. <laughs> okay. No, like serious OCD, like it's a condition OCD or like, you know, we say, ah, you got OCD. Ah, like even very... now, everything in the office, if I go, it will, people will know our OCD triggered. If like, you do this, then people in the office will know, don't do that. I will oh. angry on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, so if you went to Is it because you were seeking treatment That's why you left school? Yes Right so Yeah because like I know my limits I feel like I cannot make it on You know The funny thing that Looking at Like how you have made your decisions Is that It's A part of my mind thinks that it's ludicrous Like huh? What do you mean you just dropped JC? Like impossible <laughs> But if you look at it objectively It's the right thing to do but because I have been so conditioned by our mindset that mm. like no like primary school finish then oh secondary mm. school oh if you express class drop to normal oh no that's a very big deal I cannot <laughs> it was, it like, was a big just, deal. so yeah it was a big deal still but like 
like, but it was the right choice. Like, and yeah, I think we need to understand that we need to sometimes make the right choice that is not socially accepted. Yes, you know? but even at that time, right, mm. my depression went in further yeah. because I was scared of this choice that I made. Like, at that time, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh my god, I did it. Eh. Oh my god, I'm fucked already. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna go back to Malaysia and be like a cleaner or something because my career is over, my life is over. I don't know what. what. Okay, so you were still, were still the, that at that point, you were definitely la. scared because it's such a big decision. You were seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> you were seventeen. Yeah, and then you know your mom is like, okay, whatever you want, you mm. can. So like the decision is on you, like the blood is on you. So yes. it was really scary, but during the time when I had depression, I guess I'm just an objective person in the sense that. I told my mom I wanted to go for a, a psychology class. So there was a certificate, like a six-month course thing, and you go for classes once a week. Yeah. And you study about like schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, and whatever, like symptoms. Da, da, da. So while I had depression, I was going on a class to find out more about my depression. Okay, very fair enough. Yeah, at least I graduated with something. La. Yeah. You know, at least I you know, came out with a certification. Yeah. So yeah, I was finding more about why I was the way I was. Right. And like just really actively trying to cure myself right. with the knowledge that I have. Yes. And I read up a lot about psych- uh, psychologists and psychiatrists. Like, uh, who's that guy who's always talking about sex? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There's a psychiatrist. Guy- Everything is about sex, one. Like, Sounds I, familiar. I, I, I yeah, yeah, very I- popular. I just lost his name. And his student, Kao Jong, I think that's... I don't know how to pronounce, yeah. but yeah, they're always talking about all this. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I came out of depression realizing that I have the ability, I feel like it's a superpower, okay? I have the ability to see emotions as objects. So if I feel anger at this point, I'm able to see, oh, look, there you are, anger, you are here. Right. Do I let you blow up or do I control you? So I came out of depression because I was just reading a lot and right. feeling so much emotions at the time. I kind of just learned how to do that. A little bit like the animation, uh, right? What animation? The animation? Inside Out. Inside Out. Do you watch Inside Out? Yes. Yeah. A little bit like that, right? A little bit like that. see them in characters. Yeah. That's why like, mm, I find that I have better control of myself after that. And that's when I... I, don't, I know people will say, well, you took two years to recover from depression. But I feel like a lot of people get out of depression halfway like they didn't really cure it at the yep. root that's why it stays with on it, I know it keeps relapsing in their lives yep. and whatnot. most people don't I think they don't really cure it at all they just kind of carry it yeah then just they some deal with it somehow yeah. and they get too bad take some medication right. but yeah really cure it and I think depression made me a better person <laughs> yeah. yeah I think uh, mentally strong you sound mentally very strong I hope <laughs> Maybe no, but I mean like the like objective, like, like you're so objective that you can see emotions objectively. I think yeah. that makes a, a huge difference. And two years to cure depression, it's I would say it's lightning speed. Really? Yeah. yeah, like why? It's not easy, you know. It's it's really not easy. But it's very scary when you are seventeen, eighteen, and yeah. everyone is like, you know, oh, I'm going to get my diploma. I'm going to get my I degree. Know. The social I got my A level. Social timeline. Yeah, yeah. and then you, you have all your best friends. Oh, so yeah, I got my A-levels ready. Yeah. And I only got my year one one, which is project work. Yeah. What, what, what am I going to do with that? And you can't, like, after a few years, if you go back, you can't continue really, right? You have to go back to year one. So. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Okay. So do you go back or you're like, no, I'm not going to study no. anymore? And I realised that, 
okay, um, as much as I love the school, yes. I realize that I am going to spend time to study something that I really like and do a degree in something that I really like. Okay. I might not be, I might not be good at it, yeah. but as long as it interests me, yeah. and at that point, it was economics. Okay. So I wanted to find out why the government does policies in certain ways. Remember, my maths a... is very bad. Right. And I was like, because I was studying okay, sociology, interesting. So I took that also. I was like, the other one, okay, let's do econs. Because I don't want to, you know, I don't oh, want to But this time. is A-levels, you're talking about A-levels again? No, or... um, private. Private degree? Yeah, under UOL. Which is SIM? UOL is SIM. Yeah, but at, at the time, I don't know which school was it that offer. Okay, but it's the same but thing. UOL. Mm. Okay, okay. So... It was quite scary uh, because I know I, I'm, I'm going to fail. Uh. <laughs> huh? I see, you went to take the course and you knew you were going to fail. Because my math is not good, ma. Right. But I really, really love finding more about econs, like fiscal policy or this stuff. <laughs> okay. Oh, Steve. So, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I pass with, like, just pass. Uh. Okay. <laughs> but I was happy. Because, because that was what you wanted to Yeah, that was what I wanted to know. Yeah. It was not what I was good at. Yes. Like, you know, in the first year, they let you take, like, you know, random courses, and you find out, oh, you know what, actually, um, business uh, theory, I do so well without studying, but, like, well, boring, ah. let's just do it, macro-econs. Ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... So you didn't do well, but you enjoyed it. Even. I love like, it. Even oh on your God, test, like, you didn't do well, but you love oh, it. I love it. Like, my mother so was like, weird. you're such a strange girl. She's like, why? I was like, why? And she's like... You are the one, uh, like, you grow up already, uh, like, 10 o'clock, uh, you happily, because classes are later, yeah. like, I happily go to school, and I happily come back, that kind. <laughs> Quite loser. How? Why, why? You love it so much, then why are you not go- doing good grades with it? Because the math part is not, it's, it's difficult. It's, like, you it's cannot difficult. Get... Uh, like, I see graph, like, Don't my like mind that. is like, what? <laughs> but, like, it, it just interests me, like, okay. like at a point, right? <laughs> mm. So, after the depression, everything, I was like, you know what? Because... After all, I realized I'm two years behind everybody. Really. Yes. There's no point trying to chase After and be that. on the same path as your peers. Right. Right. So, if you that is gone, then you know what? Just take your own path, and that's why I, I chose to do that. You have no mentor, no I mean, no real guidance. It's just like an inner. Yeah. And my parents support Very, me, I know they are supportive, but yeah. it's, it's different being supportive and being a, a like a, a, a guidance, you know. It's, it's, it's a big difference, you know, someone who have walked this path, someone who can advise you on your next step. So you basically just kind of listen to your heart, like, like whatever it's said, you just follow. Like. Oh yeah, but when I was depression, <coughs> yeah. I had depression at night, I went to the, I'm Buddhist, yes. so I went to the temple a lot. Yeah. Not Taoist, okay, like te- yes, Buddhist, Buddhist is very different. Yes. Yeah, so I read a lot of scriptures and I attend a lot of talks okay. about like, you know, sometimes you need to find like a faith yes. and also study Spiritual. about it. Yeah. And Buddhism is quite, you know, it's not very fantasy, fantasy. Yeah. It's more like a teaching. It is. Yeah. yeah. So It is almost, I would say, scientific. Yeah. yeah. So one, one thing I really got out of it was that change is the only constant. Mm. And therefore, with that in mind, I, I, yeah, I just went along my life like that. Right. So you went to take your degree. So you had your degree after mm. that? And then, so, after that... After that, I got married. Hello? Yeah. At 22. Yeah, so after the degree, you got married. So you met your husband in school. No, I actually knew him since we were 16. Right. Yeah. Which is secondary school. Yeah, but it's like... 
a modeling job. You know, last time you those those. So you were models too, models. Oh my god, please. Your husband for No, no, he was a manager. Oh, he's the manager. Right. So he was planning and stuff, and I met him, and we are friends. Right. Like, but just not close, lah. Okay. But when it was my last year, we got together, and then he said, and then he just one day while driving, he said, "Let's get married." I was like, "Yeah." How long were you dating before? Eight months, but we knew each other when we were sixteen. So it's like a long friendship. Oh, you have known each other for a very long time. Then yeah. you all started dating. And mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But and I'm also like that. I also knew my wife. We were dating for less than a year. Then we got married. <coughs> yeah. It works, right? If it's the one, it the one just one. felt like... Like, can he? No, can he? Right. Like, 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 you didn't have to put extra effort into <laughs> yeah, this relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's it was like, like hey, if I'm going to leave anybody with anybody for the rest of my life, I think... It's okay, I, can't like, uh, like, I never put extra effort but going smooth war. <laughs> I think, I think the, yeah, I, I completely feel that. Yeah. I completely feel that. I think we have like this practical part is mm. a bit similar for yeah. both of us. Like I'm also like very practical in that sense, mm. very objective looking. But I think you are a lot more mature like since like a really young age. I only got it like much later in life. Is it? I yeah, I did. I only got it like much, much like maybe mid late twenties. I guess maybe because like my life was very different than childhood. Yeah, I realise it's very different. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two brothers. Are they like you? Oh no! Sikin, if you watch our videos, he's Sebastian. Okay. He just had a child. Oh my god! Sometimes I think like, my mother don't know from where, why I got this brother that's so different from me. He is someone who is very content with everything in life. Mm-hmm. His ambition is to be a bus driver. Right. And currently, he's our producer and actor. Right. And that is like, wow, very tough for him. Really. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So one, one sibling. And then uh, another younger yeah. brother who is more like me. Uh. More like you. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So it's not genetics either. No. So what? I'm trying to, I'm trying very, can you tell I'm trying very hard to figure out where do you get this like maturity and I like, really guy. think it's because you're exposed to many, many different cultures at the same time. No, but it feels to me like since you are very young, you already kind of had that in you. Like since you were young, like primary school, right? You told like your parents started trusting you and everything. It also felt like it was something that was in it was it's a gift. Yes. I believe like I believe like okay, when you are okay, since you're a Buddhist, right, you believe mm. in reincarnation mm. and everything, right? So I believe that like it's probably something that is in you that is specifically to you that made you like more aware, more self aware, more objective than, than than people around you. Right? I, I think I feel it's really? that way like, because it's very young. It's not like you only had it when you're twenty plus, then it could be because of whatever experience you had, you know, mm. but when you had it very young, it could be a gift. It could be something that was right. was but given to you. That this is what sometimes I sometimes I think about this as well. Yeah. But I think environment plays a huge part. Definitely, definitely. I'm yeah. not saying that oh uh, then oh yeah it's given to you then mm. nothing but I feel the seed was given to you. I hope. Uh, yeah, I felt lah. Uh, I, I feel like it's I'm quite interesting. Like okay, great. So next, let's talk about your YouTube channel. <gasps> okay, so thirty two years old, then get married, then start uh, YouTube uh, channel already. No, how did you even like think about? Yeah, how did this? Everything start a YouTube channel. So Ryan really likes food. That's why we have a series called Food King yes. now. So at that time, he thought that he likes um, F and B. So we started uh, He started lah mm. Not me I was just like Being a housewife <laughs> Oh yeah No it was horrible Why are we horrible Oh my god I want to kill myself Every day okay. what, what do you do Full clothes ah, wow. ah? And My wife would love that back. Every day she's telling me Hey can you let me Be a full time housewife No god. I've tried it for two years um, I think it's like The worst job on the planet It's not for you lah Okay let's just you say You pay me money also Cannot eh. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Okay, yeah, it didn't work lah. It didn't work for you lah. No, but he yeah he did F and B. Yes. And after a while, he just realized that it really wasn't for him, mm. because he was doing a lot of um, videography jobs mm. for his friends and people's wedding and whatnot as a hobby, just yeah. help people. Then I told him at this point where his business wasn't doing well because his partners have some problems and stuff. I don't care lah. But he was very depressed at that time. Okay. And I was like, you know what? You should pursue whatever makes you happy. So I know you're not very good at videography and it's just a hobby all your life, but you should do it. And he did. And that's where we start now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just digesting it. I'm just understanding it. Because it's like, you're making a lot of decisions and you're, you're influencing people around you to make decisions that doesn't seem practical at first life. glance, <laughs> but it's actually the most practical thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, like luckily, yeah. it turned out like that. Uh, because it was very scary for him. Okay. Because, obviously, you have to sell the business. Mm. Right? Mm. And because it was not a business that was making money, if you That's sell the F&B it... the business, right? Yeah, now, if you sell it, you have debts. Huh? Yeah. Also, like, you will have debt. Yeah, we were in a lot of debt. And I guess at our poorest point, we have $20 in our bank. Together. Yeah. It's kind of romantic. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is kind of romantic, wow. No. Gong Huan Nan. Fuchi Gong Huan Nan. Oh, But yeah, then I guess it was a leap of faith because okay. he was quite depressed at the time. So to do something and learn something. And at that point, we were like not very young ma, anymore. 20. You're not like 16, you know, where you can learn a new skill. Okay. So. Not necessarily Still young wah. It's like early Like mid 20s Early 20s That's still very 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 young We are You are still very young now mm. I would say but It's okay to I guess it was scary Because it was a Really t- change of yes, career Yes And he had no Like skills. unknown lah, A lot of unknown Yeah he had yeah. no skills In videography Apart from he knows he liked Yeah right. so he actually Seek help from a lot of Mentors mm. And ask people Whether they want to Take him as an intern Or whatnot. Mm. And that's how he Built his skills Which is what I'm very proud of him because he's willing to, you know, really ask for help to be an apprentice Amazing. and really take the shit. And then he really worked very hard to learn all the skills that he has. Amazing. Yeah, then he's very hard working, even until now. So, yeah. Oh, so much lovely. You know? <laughs> it's respect. I think I it's very, very important. I think it's very important in a relationship, I realize. I think that they, I read some like uh, articles and then they say, like, the biggest reason, like, the biggest reason why couples break up is like they don't respect the other oh, person anymore yeah. yeah there's no like like wow like you know like this yeah. guy it's not bad eh? yeah <laughs> 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 right, right have that, have that, yeah really? i have that as well mm. sometimes my wife was like, like <laughs> i really like yeah good person <laughs> yeah it's like wow <laughs> 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 yeah if this is like bad mouth from the spouse the backhanded compliment yeah so you all started and then so how what was it like when you all first started uh we started it was very early in the youtube game Mm. In fact, we started before we even do YouTube. We did okay. about a year and a half of wedding videography, just mm. covering events, right. like just learning like the, the more job. traditional mm. route, la, right? And then, so you were helping your husband. Yeah, yeah. So together. I actually know some how to shoot and edit. Oh, okay. Because of that, but uh, there was this one point whereby a client came to look for us, and we do a lot of wedding clients, right? Mm. So she said that her client is looking for something a bit different. Mm. They want a more storytelling kind of style rather than just documenting. Yes. And that's when we're like, 
Oh, we won't put a story tell. Okay, you know what? Let's write a script, shoot it, and put it on our channel that nobody knows. It's called Aloza. Basically, basically, it's his own personal channel. Yeah, okay, that kind channel. Of, that you used to watch other people video and that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we wrote it. It was shit mahjong players here. Okay, shit mahjong players. Yeah, and that was our very very first video, okay. and it had a few thousand views. At the point, it's like, oh, oh yeah, not bad. Yeah, From an unknown channel. Yeah, and then the second one also about the same. Right. And then the third one, we're like, uh, because we are still trying to get this job of the storytelling one, right. so we just so you're learn, you're doing it to learn how to do this job. Mm. Okay. How we can you know make actors comfortable in front of a camera? How, how to tell a story? You know how to just oh. bring an idea across. So the third video was was uh, shit Singaporean girlfriend say, that was the one that just kaboom overnight. Okay. Like people were texting us and things like that, and we were like. Sorry, ah, uh, because I am a not a tech person. Right. I was like, what is this? Like, what, what, what? Where do you put our videos? Like, I don't watch YouTube. Like, you don't know your husband put it, lah, right? Yeah. Like, you don't know what. Yeah, happened. I thought it was just like a storage. <laughs> no man. Like you know, like those free yeah. place yeah, that you I go know. online, put your pictures, yeah, yeah. that kind. You know. Yes. <laughs> now you're like, I was like, oh, okay, all right. So, oh, then whatever was, uh, we continued. Can I ask which year this is? Like, uh, wow. which year did all start? Five years ago? Two zero one two. Two zero, two zero one two. Yeah. Oh, December. that's not that bad. That's not that long ago. So mm-hmm. you're still quite young. Yeah. Okay. Two zero one two. Actually, my math is very bad. Maybe it's five six years ah, but around there. Uh, around there lah, ha. Mm. So it went viral, and then I guess we had a lot of fun shooting with our friends and mm. uh, this fun stuff. So we continued. Yeah. And then clients started. Like emailing us yes. and say that uh, if I put my product in your video, could you? Uh, I-, I can pay you. They were like, more? Our shitty videos? You, you, <laughs> you want to give me money? Okay? So, at first it started with they gave us a lot of products worth yeah. a, a sum. Yes. And like, we're so happy. And then people started saying, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to pay you this amount. Which is in the hundreds lah. When okay. it started, it wasn't like big. Because nobody was really monetizing YouTube. So then it was not, not many people monetizing YouTube. In fact, no lah. Were there a lot of channels? Like the, you know, no, the was, Banana, yeah. Click Network. Click yeah. Network was there very early, right? Mm. Yeah. But I didn't know of their existence. Like, oh, like, like you're not in the game one right? right? Right. So, mm, yeah, they started paying us and we just kept on doing mm-hmm. and every video just consecutive, uh, consecutively went pretty well. Right. And slowly we got bigger, bigger clients. And one of the first government clients I got was Singapore Police Force, right. that we still work with until today. Okay. So, like that, oh, like word of mouth, and it just became a business. And there was a period of time where we we're like, oh no, I got no time to do my wedding jobs anymore because we are wedding videographers. Yeah. And then we we're like, okay, I'm never like, then we pause this wedding thing and pause until now. <laughs> but I, I do love Hard shooting course. wedding. Oh, you do? Yeah. So you would you would do it again? Uh? Yeah, I, I would. I would love to shoot wedding because on that day, uh, the couple love themselves the most. Uh, like, love each other quite the most. The uh, most. The most tiemi, uh, yeah. yeah. One day only. Uh. Oh, so one day only. Uh. Really, is one After day. After when they start, start to get all the bills, uh, then not. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, that day was like very pure. Uh. Man, when they say their vows, they'll cry one. Like, I would love you. Until it turns <laughs> That moment yeah, I so want you, to capture you it You like being in that moment uh, Yeah I like to capture yeah. things It is It is beautiful mm. So you have a filmmaker's 
like spirit in you as well. Like you like to capture moments. Yeah, I guess we just like to create and capture moments. Right. That's why Ryan is more creative than me. I would say right. he's creative and technical. Yes. Yeah. But also, you are the perfect match, lah. Like you are oh, more business. Oh, we argue so much or... because of that. But that's the job of like a producer and a, and a director, I would say, you know? Yeah. Like one, you have to be practical and understanding clients. And mm. He's like, ah, don't do this client, don't do this, I'm sure this kind of stuff yeah. happens. Right? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And but it's a good yeah, match, yeah. right? And Ryan is actually banned from attending, uh, attending all client <laughs> meetings because yeah. one time he was very rude. He's like, ha, if your idea is like this or this is really bad, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, and it wasn't like one client, it was like a table of client, it was like a government client. So, but do you know I have that same issue as well? Do you do that? I don't, okay, I'm, I'm not so jala. Like I said, I'm like 60, 40. Uh, uh, so, but like when I talk back. to clients, right, I get very like bored and I'm very like, I really, I'm not, I'm not interested if you sell another packet of like, I don't know whatever shit, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, it, like it, doesn't, it doesn't change anything, it doesn't, there's no value to it, you know, but I know, like, because I've been in this industry for so long, right, so I don't have to like, okay, be nice and proper, but I can't help, I'll do like, oh, really, ah, uh, you're just like Ryan, oh, because better, but I try, <laughs> I'm trying so hard, yeah, my wife is like, so upset with me as well, you know, yeah. but, yeah, but my wife really likes talking to people, like, yeah. audience, like really, like, sincerely enjoys mm. helping people, like, um, do things mm. and, and like transfer their ideas like yeah. what they are trying to do with their product but for me I'm just like can we just like shoot the video already yeah but that's good right it's just like you and your wife and yeah. me and Ryan yeah. I, I really like to hear about the products and why it's different and how I can help you and how you will trust me so that we can do something different right right so I really like that so yeah he's banned I, actually I see that a lot in your videos you know like um, you know it's actually like now nowadays like the 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 whole like like uh, hard selling thing doesn't work anymore Mm-mm. online, right? So now what what we have to do to sustain ourselves is to uh, and work with brands is to make branded content, right? Like mm-hmm. so integrate. But this integrating is like very easy to integrate, but it's actually very hard because people can smell advertising a mile away, right? But when I watch your videos, I find that you guys do a good job in integrating your uh, I hope so. products into your story. Okay, look, there's no perfect way, one. Mm. There's no way it's gonna be like wow, like completely cannot tell. Mm. Doesn't work that way, but. Uh, I would say yours is I like one of the most comfortable mm. videos. Like, and I watch it, I'm like, yeah, you know, it makes sense still. And I, and to me, I feel you all found a nice balance. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like. I feel oh, so. thank you so much for yeah. appreciating. And it's it's it's, it's not an easy job. And I it's think people watching should understand like how hard it is to it is. like make content. And because like now I don't really make money from what I'm doing, right? But sometimes I get comments that are very mean. Then I'll be like. Fuck la. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I'm not even, you watch for free. Yeah, like, you watch for free. Like, I pay for my own pocket to make this for you watch, and then you are scolding me. Yeah. Like, do you understand? Like, but I, I, like, that's not how they see it, like, mm. you know. But I, I, I think it's very nice that you found this way. Okay, let's talk about your company then. Mm. Like, what's your what's your company structure like now? Ooh, yeah. company is huge. Mm. So we have our main NOC segment, yes. which is the Sunday videos. Sunday videos. Yeah, and uh. There are two other things that we do that most people don't know. Mm. The other one is offline videos, which is corporate videos. Oh, you guys do that as well? Yeah, because we are a production house first and foremost, man. So you guys consider yourself a production house more than a YouTube channel? All all three. Also, you you all do corporate videos as well? Yeah, like today, that's what I was directing before I was coming here. Right. Yeah, so we direct, we script... We basically do everything for a company. Right. So you are, what role do you play in that the corporate video side uh, of your business? Most likely a director and producer. Director and producer. Mm. Also you direct 
as well. Mm. Okay, and then what, what's the... The last one is a talent management. So every talent... You, you, I don't know if people realise this, but NOC don't use famous people. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody you know from our channel, Came you from. probably wouldn't have known before. But because I... I tend to find these people and what? I read it people's I tend to find that's these that's actually a, like a cool thing like people's <laughs> now it works now it's okay you know? it's okay it? to say people's now yeah. so I, I tend to find all these unknown people yeah. like I will try to watch some films and see oh you know what this guy is not appreciated I feel like I can groom him to be better right and then uh, yeah I bring him over to the company and we try to do something and I always try to push the talents towards the direction I feel that they can grow the best right so we are the mama bear. Quite tiring on that. Eh. Yeah. Know. So like, yeah. You so when you write scripts, I don't just write script. I always think, oh, if I write this script for her, is it gonna be good for her? You know, to develop her as an actress, or is it good for whatever lah? Like, it's mm. a lot of thought put into it, yeah. so that we can groom our people. Yeah. So we have a lot of people on Instagram who have like over hundred k. I would say more so than other channels. I mean, as a collective. Yeah. Like, the owner might be very big, but yeah. the talents might be very small. Yes. But ours is very equal. Okay. Yeah, that's because, like, for us, I see myself as a talent agency that really grooms my talent. And, yeah. And, Interesting. Yeah. And we also do MC. So, like, you also... So your, your talents only work for your platform? Like, do they have... Like, mm. Do they do other stuff, like MC, or, like, acting other people's... Uh, production like, and, and, and I mean that's a artist agency right like you mm. sell your mm. artist right do you yeah. all do that as well so I'll see what's everybody's strength no? so if you are yeah. you can do event hosting I'll sell as an event host as well right. Yeah. if you're better as a TVC actress yeah I'll, I'll sell you for that so I try how, to sell everybody how many talents do you have now? wow quite a lot because um, we have joined our company together with Tianhao and Dikosh because we are best friends Oh, you are best friends. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but they they have their own channels also, right? Yeah. So, so you're we all go started. in our own way. Oh, you all were not together in the first place. No, right? you we are all never. just started yeah. doing it on your separate ways. Yeah, we are all very different, and we grow in our own. Isn't Tian Hao like younger than you? So? Yeah, but he actually stays like nearby. Very near. Very nearby. Mm. Right. I've been yeah. talking to him on Instagram. He's also quite an interesting character. Mm. Yeah. I was at his house yesterday, so. We are best friends, so we actually um, manage our talents together. So now you're all merged into one company. We we still grow differently, yes. but together we are a team. So you are like a collective. sister company or a collective, but you're separate companies, like not mm, like one yeah. merged company. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that together. is an excellent, excellent idea. Yeah. Because I was actually thinking, I'm not sure if I told you, I've been thinking in my mind a lot about um, the content in Singapore. Um, being in traditional media and then now stepping into new media I've always been thinking about like why is our local content not moving why is our what are the issues mm. and because we are being TV is slowly being phased out or like you know mm. becoming a minority and then it's just uh, quite sad you know it's not sad it's just the way it is I don't think it's sad but Netflix is Netflix is coming in and then he's taking up a, a very big space. I myself is a very big consumer of Netflix, you know. It's very good, right? But, you know, I, I, as much as good, it's good, it's good. But, you know, there is a space for local content, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but course. how do we compete against that? And, and, and I've even talked to a lot of filmmakers about it. And, and we all agree that 
um, I wouldn't just say YouTubers, but um, but YouTube is the I would say the only platform at this point of time where you actually put content and actually content you uh, the filmmakers actually have a direct connection with their audience. So I think this group of people are are the are gonna be our filmmakers. Next mm-hmm. time. Are gonna be our Anthony's and our you know Royston and, and yeah. I think you people are gonna be that and you go you are the people that are gonna build the the industry of our content you know and I think that's very important and and I, I'm very happy to hear that like yeah. if you're all together then that's yeah. you're gonna be able to make like bigger greater things I guess yeah I guess we started it quite some time back it's called one percent collective one percent collective mm. but it's just three of us lah so yeah. we always meet up we always encourage each other. Just go in whatever direction you want. Right. But if you need me for scripting or what, I'm here. Or if you yeah. think that your idea is shit and you want me to like run by you, whether it's like politically correct or not, then we will. We will vote lah. And then, I mean, the decision is still up to you. Yes. But we are your friends who will give you the true opinion. But isn't there like a sense of competition though? No, that's why I say I don't have competitive streak. Right. Uh, like I last in the race last or. <laughs> I'm that kind. Wow, amazing. But okay, I have to say the two of you have a very distinct voice la, in, mm. on your channels. It's not mm. like you are doing exactly the same voice mm. as well. Like after this, Detroit's going to pick me up. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, Great. yeah. Maybe I can meet him. Yeah, ah, I guess I like it's very important to find people who are not... I guess why we became best friends is yeah. so because we realised that um, we really love doing what we do. And every time we eat supper, right, it's really just... You know what? That day I have this dream, right? So this idea, right? So this, so it all starts like that. Or like, oh my god, so that day that bitch, right? I'm going to write a story about that bitch, right? So, you know, this is going to be our next video idea. It's always <laughs> about ideas and ideas. Yeah. Or like, hey, you know what? When we earn this amount of money, uh, we go overseas together, yeah? You know that kind? So, it's really... You guys are pure bread content creators, I would say. Yeah. Like, you think it's... and live and breathe ideas. Right. And it's never like, oh, you're smaller, you're bigger. Like, a lot of people like to say that, oh, we don't care. But I know they care, lah. Okay, bitch, please, lah. Because... <laughs> bitch, please. It's bitch, please. Yeah. Because, like, recently, my... I worked with a gaming client that was introduced by Tianhao. Okay. So, we both have the same client. Yes. And our upcoming video is also the same... Another client, yes. but on both channels. Yes. We, like... I'm not afraid to share my clients with you. Amazing. So if I will, you know, like if they have this budget, I feel like I can split half half so that we both have a share of the pie. Do it. Because for what? You you earn so much money for what? You want to keep all these real friends, people who can really connect with you. Uh, you know? And it's, I love this group of friends. Uh, so we just do everything together and I hope Initially, I wanted this for everybody else in the industry. But I realised not everybody thinks like us. How so? How so in the sense that there are people who look... Well, we used to collect with everybody. Mm. I mean, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we started drifting away from certain people and start working closer with certain people. It's because I realised there's a difference in uh, value. Or, 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 how would I say? Direction. Okay. For us, it's always... You know what? Let's just create this stupid video that nobody is going to watch. No views one lah, huh? But we like ah, so we're going to create. And we will do it. But then we realised we work with some creators who are more like, okay, this is not going to put me in a good light. They are not going to like me doing this in this video. And it's not going to help my popularity. It's not popular opinion or whatnot. So I'm not going to do it. And it became more like, 
they were more concerned about what people want them to put out rather than what they want to put out. Yeah. So it's very rare to find people who are like, yeah, for care. So I would say that three of us are this kind, which is why we are very intense, but that's why we understand each other. You would say, okay, YouTube is slowing down. Do you mm. feel that? I guess um, there are always new people coming up. That's why like those who are already there would look like they're not growing so much. You think? Because I don't really see a lot of new... Of course there are. Like For example, Eliza Koshi, she yeah. wasn't anywhere. And then now yeah. she's huge. So, but that's o- overseas, la, right? Mm. Yeah, that's overseas. La. But locally, we haven't really seen any new players for a while now. Mm. right? And I would say that, I mean, just looking at it objectively... Uh, I, I realized a lot of channels their growth are either have either stopped or mm. very slowly mm. or their views have actually dropped quite dramatic, mm. dramatically I'm sure you have seen that as well right for YouTube yeah. so um, but not for you not for Dekosh not for Tianhao as well um, you guys are still growing you guys are still very strong your videos are still very consistent very strong and do you think it's why do you think it's, it's so why do you think it's so I think it's because we truly love what we do there's a period of time, of course, like when the economy was not so good early this year, right? None of us have jobs for a few months. Okay. Or like, okay, like you don't have YouTube jobs. You yeah. survive on those smaller jobs, like event jobs or like corporate jobs. Right, like production jobs. Yeah, production jobs. So during that time, did any of us stop doing weekly videos? We didn't. In fact, what NOC did, like what we did, we started Food King, which makes one additional video on top of two that you're already doing, right? You're already doing Sunday videos and gaming videos. Yeah. Economy slowed down. And you know what? It's, it's not like... Let's do more. Yeah, let's do more. Oh my god, guys, we got time now. You know? Because, you know, suddenly it's like, oh my god, you have time because there's not so much clients. Instead of like thinking like, oh my god, we, we fucked. You know, just quit. Stop doing videos. You know? Let's do the what's, yeah. what's popular yeah. now. No, we are like, okay, you know what? What you liked about, I thought I was, uh, what I call Ryan. Mm. It's like, oh my god, I really want to do food. And we found a a few uh, new talents that oh my god they're also interested in food and then we talk decon oh my god oh my god you know what just do food lah and we a lot of people don't know but Food King doesn't make us money we pay for the food and we just wanted to show a food critique that's real and it's scary as shit one eh? like when you apply for permission and then you go there and say zero stars and then you see the owner is just there. It's it very pressure one, you know. Like, okay, you're nice. Thank you for letting me shoot. But the food is shit. But this is what I set out to do. And I'm going to do it. And I do feel bad. I, we always feel bad. Like, but you are determined on the truth. Lah. Like yeah. giving the, the right value instead. Of, Correct. Right. So like, we really wanted to change the scene up a little bit. Yeah. And do something that we like. So yeah, in when the economy goes down, we do more videos. <laughs> right, I think yeah, because that's what I observed. I feel like like that's why it's consistent because, um, you know, when you do whatever is popular, yes, you get popular at the, in the short term, but in the long term, people are gonna fall off because, you know, maybe you're not relevant anymore, or yeah. you don't really you don't really build a long term brand. Yeah. yeah. But for you, you are passionate about it. You are constantly doing mm. uh, videos that will encourage your own brand. And then that's why I think the retaining rate is much higher. The I growing rate is much higher. It's, it, it takes a lot of passion and determination mm. and a lot of guts to do this. Mm. Because if you don't earn money, uh, I would say that 
most likely why people stop doing so consistently is because they're like, okay, you know what? This is not making me as much money. Yeah. I'm going to put less effort on it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm but think for us... You all just want to do what you want. Yeah, but because at the end of the day, I, yeah, I think like at our soul, uh, the core, right? We're just creators. Like, we don't care what, uh, we just want to create. Uh. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, let's talk about then, like you passionate industry leaders. So if let's say, I'm sure you would love to see more YouTube talents. And, mm. um, what should, um, if I am an aspiring YouTuber, what should I do? What should I learn? Um, where do I look for opportunities? Uh, do you have any like tricks or tips so that I don't have to bash into all the walls that you guys did? Um, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to give you an answer that like three years ago I've given you something that's completely different. Okay. Three years ago I would say that you need passion okay. and determination and hard work but now I would probably say hmm. no need passion no need <laughs> no it's not so much no need passion let me think how to phrase it sure. it's a bit darker no. <laughs> take your time mm. Mm. what's your question again what do you like for aspiring YouTuber mm. what should what should they learn? What do they need? What should they learn? And, oh, right. and where do they, do they have any tricks or tips right. that they can help them? Yeah. So throughout our career, we have helped a number of people. So we have even, like you don't know what channel, but some of their equipment is ours. Because like, our old one, we wow. give them. Because, like I said, I got no competitive streak on. If I help you, you big good. Lah. So and a lot of skills is we'll teach people because we don't want them to feel like they're alone. We don't want them to feel like, oh my god, it's such a big stumbling block. Because when we came in, it was a huge stumbling block. Yeah. And because we were nobody, nobody wanted to teach us anything. So I really appreciated the mentors who actually t- took us in as apprentices. Mm. So whoever wants to come into YouTube, we are always like, okay, come come my house, learn. I'm going to teach you all this. I'm going to teach you all this. You want my lenses? Take. You know? Just don't break out. <laughs> okay? But... Yeah, if I got extra lights, you want take. Yeah. Wow, that's very, very generous of you. Because, like I said, we are creators. We just want to create. So the mindset is to what? To just help as many people. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, you want to create? You just like us? Oh, 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 let's do it together. If I can help, let's do it. I have the resources wow. you might not have. Let's do it. But slowly, I realized after a few years that to be a real creator. I mean, I consider myself the conscious of how a real creator because we are still doing it yes. very constantly. To be a real creator, you need to go through the hardship. You need to stumble. Okay. Because I found out that the people that we give shortcut, like, you know what? I did this many times. It's the... No, you know, we will tell them our story, right? It's like, you don't do this because I have gonna shit so many times because I did this. I'm gonna just tell you what's the right way. Yeah. And we realise these people don't last because then suddenly, you know, it feels like, I don't know, like they didn't go through the hardship so they don't know. You know, they took the easier road. Okay. And then because of that, they don't have the perseverance to stay when times are hard. Okay. So it's actually very different from what I usually tell. But could it also be that 
they are maybe just not really content creators at heart lah. You know, because, because it takes time to realize. I mean, it takes your passion has to be tested. You know, when it's not tested, it could be an interest or a or a leaning mm. or you know, it's not a passion or a purpose. You know, mm. and and to have a purpose that strong, it's not a common thing. So maybe to them, it could also be that after they do it for a while and then they face a bit of difficulty and like, you know, it's not so interesting. Like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, but I feel that like, I feel like I mean just seeing the symmetry yes. between the three of us is that D Kosh started with his own money to buy a shitty webcam and he continued and continued and continued. Wow. Sien Hao got um um some birthday money from his grandma to buy his first camera. For us we shot a funeral to get money to get my first camera. Shoot a funeral. It was scary as shit ah that you first ah. It's two thousand dollars, ah take it or leave it, ah. so we took it ah. Scary shit. Okay. That's amazing. Those are amazing stories. So inspiring. No, but it's because it is so difficult yeah. that we won't give up. You see? It's because we've been through like the shittiest, uh, shitty of the shit, you know, like you are the lowest of the low. Mm. Then it's until today that you're like, okay, I'm still going to continue doing it. And I found that people I tend to give shortcut answers to because they didn't go through this really like <laughs> path. They tend to die off faster. Because they don't cherish it as much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's a matter of yeah. cherishing. So, if you want to be a content creator, just go through the hard way because you are going to end up a better content creator than if you take a shortcut. Okay. But okay, let's talk about practical stuff then. Mm. What What are the basic skills that you need then you would say? Wow. That, this one is very different. Okay. And that is why I say there's no one set rule. For us, right, like for Ryan, he'll say it's technical skills, blah, blah, blah. For me, I'll say, oh, it's script writing skills and mm. that, acting skills. And then for Tian Hao, he'll be like, no, it's whether you have a personality or you don't have a personality. And for Dikosh, it's no, it's being true to yourself and being who you are and saying the, you know, the, the unpopular opinion. Yeah. And do you realize like all three of us are s- still relevant? Relevant, of course. There's a space but, for every, yeah, every... Our secret is all different. That means, I just realised there's no secret. Is You just have to go through the hard way and find out what works for you. Hmm. That's why, last time I would say, like, passion, hard work, no. It's really go through the hard way and find out who you are. Hmm. But but right now, it's so hard. It's hmm. so hard, right? Because YouTube is very saturated. It's not. Hmm. It's already at a point where by everybody, the... Four million videos per second or something. Mm-hmm. It's just madness, mm-hmm. right? How do you break through all this stuff? You know, like if I'm like this just this polytechnic girl who likes dancing or something, you know. How is it is it like a bad time to try and be a content creator or or it's not. this is the question sometimes I ask you, yeah. like you know really good old song like Tony Braxton Unbreak My Heart, right? And I'm not like, that old lah. No, I was like what? This is a really good song. Or Celine Dion, you know, my heart goes on. I was yeah. like, wow, how can a ballad be better than this? And then upcoming, upcoming artists just keep coming up with more and more. And you, musical notes are limited. But they also can. But in terms of content creation, videography is limitless. Yes. You don't have that set number of notes to play with. Yes. So what makes you think that it's saturated already? When the music world, for instance, is still coming out with, you know, Chart toppers over chart toppers. Mm. So, like, so the the if you are good enough, you will still be you will still make it lah. If yeah. you're good enough, you work hard enough, you still make it lah. Yeah. Like okay. I feel. Don't know if it's the right thing, but I feel it is right lah. As yeah. of now, maybe my answer will change next time. But as of now, yes. But I think it's very fair. Okay, let's uh, 
So what what are the stuff that we can see on? You only have one channel, right? Like mm. NOC is only one channel, right? Just every place. different day. Sorry. NOC place. NOC place is a different channel. Yeah, that's our gaming channel. We release on Wednesday, and the main channel is now Cinematics. We release on Sundays and Fridays. Sunday and Fridays. So Food King is on Friday. Friday also Fridays, and then Sunday it's your main thing. Mm. So three videos a week on the two channels. Mm. Okay, great. Um, before we wrap it up, mm. um, you can ask. Your, you can ask our audience a question <gasps> any question you want it can be anything you want some burning question you have some philosophical <gasps> stuff you have it can be something intimate like dealing with depression it can be something completely stupid anything well no, I'm going to sound like a douche if I say I got no question because like yeah I cannot say no question right because I'm a very curious person if, if I got a question I already got the answer you know I already have dig the answer out but somewhere. it's different right? if you ask like it's, it could be different from your own opinion Right, if you ask, like, like, maybe my group of <clears throat> my audience could be a different demographic. What? Ask them what? Uh, anything, anything. I stress on that. What about stress? Take your time and think, lah. No, I don't really yeah. have. It's a reflection of who you are as a human being. If you are stupid or smart or wise or because I don't care about other people's opinion, one right? So I won't ask an opinion question like, "Do you like my channel?" I'm gonna ask that or "What do you want to see?" I will already have an idea. Right, you just want to do your own stuff. Yeah, yeah, I got so many ideas in so my head. So you don't, you cannot, no question. Uh. You have no question in this world. Oh, in your mind, there's never a question. Uh. That's, I think, quite amazing, but quite unfair. question now I seem very stupid okay, you know just ask a stupid question anything lah anything wow. oh I help you ask huh? what <laughs> if you have to use one word to describe Sylvia mm. what word will it be Eh, I already got the answer in my head that I want that Nobody wants your opinion. I want their opinion. Maybe it's completely different from yours. How about that? Okay, that's the question. Since she cannot come with the question. Right. Use one word to describe Sylvia. And let's see what. Stupid is an option. Irritating is also an option. Weird. I think it will be a popular choice. You can all... Those are just suggestions. I'm not saying anything. Just a question. I think I'm everything, eh. <laughs> it's quite a character la. thank you so much for coming yes thank you thank for you. having me thank, thank you, you. if you have enjoyed this episode please subscribe uh, you can also find me at Andy Chen A-N-D-I-E-C-H-E-N on Facebook Instagram and YouTube